0: Energy impressions 2023. Pretty amazing. I feel like I say that every time, but this year is kind of running very fast for me and for many people that I speak to. So, yeah, if it has been flying by for you, you are not alone. But I wanted to start this episode. I was feeling like, okay. I think we just need a little bit of grounding, a little bit of attention to our bodies, attention to the tension in our bodies. So wherever you are right now, drop your shoulders, relax your jaw, notice if it was clenched or a little bit tight move it around, open and close your mouth, relax your tongue, and really be aware of when we do hold tension in our bodies. I know that often we can't really control the pain and discomfort in our bodies, but if there's tension that we can release, let's do it, especially for this month too. So give your body a little scan, wherever you are, you don't have to close your eyes. Find where you may be holding some extra tension, some tightness, and just ask your body to release it. And maybe it won't go away fully, but it will be less than before. So something to take with you. Release the tension. I start this way because part of this month, that is something that you will want to come back to again and again. Maybe even put a reminder in your phone to release the tension, to not have to carve out a ton of time to do certain exercises, but just at least once a day, put a little reminder in your phone if this feels like it's resonating, put a little reminder and just say, relax, release, let it go. Maybe even something as simple of like writing on that little reminder of relax your jaw. Because we hold so much tension in our jaw. In something that can happen that I've found for myself and have seen with people I work with with their energy, that when there is something, we'll say brewing, something kind of bubbling up in our creative energy, where that inspiration has been waiting for a little too long to be expressed. When we don't take the time, to express it, when we don't kind of value that inspiration, we can hold so much tension in our jaw and in our tongue. And maybe that kind of manifests as teeth grinding or just a clench. In short, some of this can be kind of symptoms of anxiety or kind of really feeling a lot of overwhelm in your energy, but sometimes that clenched tightness in our jaw can really be a little bit of a language, a message from our creativity that there's something waiting for us. So I just felt called to kind of say that. If that does resonate, just kind of do a little scan just in your mind's eye of what has been waiting for you to actually express. And that can be through so many different mediums. Maybe it's writing, maybe it's drawing, maybe it's a conversation you need to have. Maybe it's even a physical change. Maybe there's something that you've been wanting to express through your clothing or your makeup or your hair or something but just really allow yourself to connect to that what is waiting to be expressed because one thing another we'll call it kind of a symptom or is it a symptom no do you know what i'm not going to worry about (laughs) what it's called but another way okay another way we'll say wait another way that that kind of unexpressed creative energy can manifest there we go is in some vivid dreams because I really do feel like each of us have our own unique cycle of creativity, our own unique way that our spirit, our soul, our heart, however you want to describe it, that there is kind of a process, a cycle that we go through of inspiration, expressing that inspiration, and then kind of learning something on the other side of that expression that informs the next inspiration or how we receive it. And one way that this really can manifest when there's kind of big changes happening in your expression, that can be in our dream world. We can start to have more visceral, vivid dreams than we maybe had before. And I'll tell you how this kind of works for me. So, for the past, I would say, I would say all year actually, I haven't really been remembering my dreams as much. But I've been having a lot of dreams, but I don't remember them. But in the morning, I can feel when they were really active. I can feel that when they were really active, there is a. Not an exhaustion, but there's a feeling in my nervous system and in my body that kind of something moved, that I was really almost kind of calibrating my nervous system in a way that there might have been something really scary or really felt like a lot of effort was happening in my dreamscape that informed and kind of affected how I was feeling physically. And that usually means that I'll be extra thirsty the next day. I'll feel quite tired, even though I slept a lot. And that is something that I've kind of been noticing for the past few years with my own dreams. And with any of the dream work that I do with my clients, I also notice that as well. So something to kind of keep in mind when you do maybe feel like you were dreaming a lot. But you weren't remembering anything. That really could be a signal that, oh, you know, my body is kind of preparing for something and not just your physical body because we do have different levels of our being. And some schools of thought are our physical body, our mental body, our spiritual body, and our emotional body. So whether you see that as, okay, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, those are like layers of an onion in my aura, in my magnetic field, they're all parts of my being. If you see them like solidified as kind of true, if you have been kind of certified or trained in any kind of energy healing, especially in Reiki healing, then you may really see this as well in the teachings. But with anything energetic, I always want to offer the kind of metaphorical idea of that on how it kind of inspires how you're experiencing your life. But one way that I kind of see those dreams that we don't necessarily remember, but we're kind of affected by in our waking life is that those dreams are an expression of our intuitive knowing that helps to connect and harmonize and balance all of those levels of our being. So in an energetic way, if I am really spending maybe too much time in my mind, too much mental time, not really paying attention to the other aspects of myself, then maybe part of that dream life is helping to calibrate and bring that mental energy back into balance by tapping on and saying hello to my emotional landscape, my spiritual landscape, and how they're kind of reacting And feeling in my physical body. So, something to think about, just wanted to offer that. And what happened for me is that I had that for kind of all year, even before, even before January, actually. But then the last two weeks of April, my vivid dreams came back. And on kind of a spiritual level, on a metaphysical level, to me, That meant that, oh, okay, something new is coming. Something new, not in a new level, but a new way of expressing myself. I'm kind of preparing this new way of expressing myself. And the dreams that I've been having the last two weeks of April really remind me they're not the same, but they have a similar impact on myself when I wake up in and remember it. When I wake up and remember it, they have a similar impact as the dreams I was having in 2018, 2019. And that's when I was going through a really big transition, transformation in my life and my career and how i how i lived that was when i was in the most challenging time of having to kind of really come to terms with the job i had the kind of life daily life i was living was not for me anymore and that was expressing itself through very vivid dreams where i had a lot of tsunami dreams Where I was kind of running from a tsunami, but I would escape from it and go to the top of a white building. But then I would see that everything around me had been wiped out. And even that specific example, that kind of speaks to how certain vivid dreams that you remember as well are almost preparing. Your energy for the changes that are coming and not in a predictive or prescient way, but in a way of, okay, let's create some, some foundation of you can handle this because that is kind of metaphorically what happened to my life in 2020 and in all of our lives, right? That a tsunami kind of came in the form of, you know, the pandemic, but then so many other changes that came with that as well, changed everything. And those dreams would stay with me for so long. I also had a lot of dreams of deep water, of being with whales, of going very deep into the ocean and just kind of being there and experiencing whatever I was meant to experience in each dream. And it was kind of different each time. But looking back, that was really preparing for me the depth that I would have to get into myself and my emotional landscape and the truth of how I really wanted to live and what I wanted to do. But also that right now is reminding me of, you know, the depths of healing that I was going to be moving through. So that I could offer that depth of healing to others, that wisdom that comes with moving through something on your own. So the reason I'm bringing up and telling you about my dreams from that many years ago is because now I'm having those kind of dreams again. Not the same dream, but the same visceral, vivid feeling. And all those months that I had without remembering any of my dreams almost feels like that preparation, kind of <laughs> moving out all of these things could kind of land in my energy, in my psyche, in my heart, so that I could really hold them and start to understand what my intuition is speaking through my dreams, because it really does. And maybe it doesn't for everyone, but for me and for the clients that I have worked with their dreams this way, it really does. So maybe you're also experiencing the last two weeks and now you may also be experiencing something very similar that you experienced 2018 and 2019 around that time or maybe similar to another time maybe your cycle is a little bit shorter or a little bit longer but i wanted to say and offer that so that you could kind of think about it see if there is a connection to right now what you're experiencing what you're feeling what your dreams are like how is it reminding you of another time of maybe a pivotal time in your life because whatever we have gone through in our lives that is some wealth of supportive information that can always help us as we navigate the present. So perhaps this might be the time to get your dream journal or a dream journal. Maybe you've never had one before. Keep your phone close by to the bed and do a voice note in the morning or just write little notes on your phone or actually write it out with a pen and paper which I do find is the best way. It's almost like when you do write it out, that's helping you integrate the message of it, even if you don't understand it right away. Like that pen to paper really helps the clarity. That's what I've, that's what I found. So yes, if that kind of speaks to you or resonates, I encourage you to do it. See how it can impact your life. And actually, that's a really good reminder that I do offer a free dream interpretation analysis, an intuitive reflection of your dream, a one dream trial. And you can find that on my website. Very easy. You send in either a voice note or an email, a, a description of a dream that was really vivid and visceral that you would love to kind of know the meaning of. And I send back to you a voice note of what I received through my intuition as a reflection of what that meaning could be specifically to you. It's an intuitive offering that I really love doing. So I am still offering that trial. It is on my website and feel free to go and use it or just bookmark it for when you do have a really intense dream. And yeah, send it to me. It's something that you have to experience. It's hard to describe how Supportive, it is this type of intuitive reflection. And since I was talking about it, I thought that I would look up one of my testimonials from one of those one month clients. So they say, Your interpretations are always spot on. I'm so grateful for you. And I am so grateful that I have the knowledge from the dreams to navigate my life. It doesn't necessarily make it easier, but easier to understand. I feel more grounded, validated, and blown away by my intuition. And that's what it really is. There's a depth, there's a magic, there is a transformation that happens when I translate and intuitively reflect your dreamscape. It really impacts your waking life, so to speak. So yes, go to the show notes, click on the link there, or to my website, treenlight.com. So yeah, and I'll put that in the show notes too. So just scroll down from where you're listening and you can easily tap on that. Okay, so let's dive into May 2023 energy impressions. And just a reminder, if maybe this is your first time listening to the energy impressions that I offer on Intuitive Seek, these are meant to not offer you predictive, you know, full, Cemented information to rule your month by. These energy impressions, the intention of them, are to offer you insight into what you're already feeling. So, really trust how you receive what I offer, the words I use, the analogies, the metaphors, all the things. Try your best to allow them to inspire what you are already feeling called to kind of do for the month how you're feeling the need to move through the month and what may need your focus and what may need you to kind of release so for this month it was really interesting because i always like to you know Go into a little bit of a meditation, really connect with my intuition and see how it can speak to me so that I may speak to you and help you connect to your intuition. So, right away, the first thing that I kind of saw in my mind's eye was a blossoming lily in a soft lilac color, really opening up. And I felt that kind of call of new beginnings but new beginnings based on courage and strength on coming out of the shadows of not hiding anymore of really allowing something new to open maybe something in your heart that is needing to open or expand and It's interesting because when that opening kind of energy, when I was feeling that, it reminded me of opening a jar. So, you know, when you get a jar that's really tight and you can't open it with all of your strength. So you kind of knock it with a knife or even kind of bang it on the table, on the lid, and that allows kind of some air to go in. And that releases the pressure that was inside of the jar. And then you can open it with more ease. So when I kind of saw this in my mind's eye, where it reminded me of this, it felt like a really beautiful symbol of, in May, how can you, wherever you may need it in your life, how can you release the pressure where it will allow you, more ease to really open up. Where in your life are you perhaps more closed? Where have you been trying to kind of stop hiding? Where have you been aware that you've been kind of closing yourself off? And where have you been trying to maybe shine more, share more, But it's been difficult to open up that way. That's where more air needs to flow. And that feels like more inspiration, more breath. What has been held too tightly for too long? And how can you release the pressure you have kind of created within Where within your physical, where is there a buildup of pressure that is creating a tightness? Attention, similar to how I kind of connected at the beginning. And maybe at the time you needed it to be contained. Just like when we, you know, put something into a jar and put it in the cellar back in the day. Probably not many of us do that now, but... That's the reason we were preserving something for later. So maybe before May, you have been preserving something that really needed to be kept contained. But now, is it actually ready to be opened? Is it ready for the air? Is it ready to be served? And then that can really help you kind of look at, for me, how are you being called to serve? Are you being called to open up your voice? Are you being called to open up your art and how you create your art? Is there maybe a new medium that you want to start working with? Is there something in your relationships that needs to kind of get more air and be expressed you know, whether romantically or in your friendships, what have you been keeping stored away? Waiting for you when you need it. Because May could be the month where you need it. May could be the month where you need to open up these reserves you so carefully have tended to and put away for the right time. Is now your time? And when I say that, what immediately comes to you? Trust what immediately you're reminded of. It comes to you easily because it's what's been waiting for you. Waiting for you to open and act and share. Waiting for what you have kind of hidden away. Kept away for a rainy day. Is it finally time? In this kind of lily energy, we'll call it beautiful blossoming lily energy. There's a, a freedom and a purity in that kind of new beginning. And that really feels like also maybe this is the month to take that next leap, that next route that may feel a little bit daunting or terrifying because Maybe this month you're remembering how much you've prepared for it. And that all you have to do is just take that next step. It's that great saying of, if not now, when? How long are you going to prepare? Use the energy of May to really look around, look at the world around you as if Everything has a language that's speaking to you, but in an intuitive way. Open yourself up, breathe new life into your awareness around the symbols and synchronicities and signs, the messages, the stranger saying something that you really needed to hear, or that repeating number constantly coming on at that time when you're thinking of a certain thing. When a certain animal keeps showing up in your awareness, whether in waking life, real life, in your dream, maybe in a advertisement, a show, a picture, because this month feels like it's time to make sure that we are paying attention to that. And you know that I do, but I always need the reminder to Continue doing it and really make time for it. Just like I mentioned before, make time for all of that magic around you. And that kind of brings me back to the lily for me as well, because it reminded me of in the Victorian era. Maybe you know this, but a good reminder of this really cool thing that was created out of the repression that happened in the Victorian era. Emotions, expressing our emotions, being really open was not in fashion. It was totally frowned upon. There was, you know, a vulnerability that did not want to be seen in the culture. It was seen as a weakness. It was seen as not something anybody wants to see. But of course, we were made to express ourselves. Our spirit, our heart, our soul, all of our depth of emotion, that's there because it wants to be shared. It's telling us a story. It's explaining something to us. It's a language of its own. And when that was repressed in the Victorian times, guess what was created? Another language. So even though during that era, the channels for our self-expression were really repressed, we weren't able to express emotions to each other, or our feelings or our thoughts and desires and dreams based on our feelings, our sensitivities, basically our intuition too, right? In that time, totally repressed, not in fashion, completely frowned upon. So what was created? A new language called floriography. Floriography was born that was developed as a way to express ourselves through flowers because we weren't allowed to express how we were feeling outwardly meaning was assigned to flowers and they called it a secret language of flowers i florography not sure exactly how it's pronounced <laughs> but it's f l o r I-O-G-R-A-P-H-Y, if you want to look it up too, Because if you've ever kind of Googled, oh, what is the meaning of this flower? That's where the meanings come from. There are, of course, cultural symbols as well. But kind of the main list, if you see a list of flowers, that's from the Victorian era. So the lily part of the meaning is a representation of femininity, of love, of purity, of new beginnings, of rebirth. But there is a polarity in the lily because it represents happiness and sadness together. It represents both. And what else represents both of those? Our lives. Anything we try to do will always have a blend of happiness and sadness. There will be an ending if there is going to be a new beginning. So the lily from May really reminded me to remind us to not worry if there is sadness with your happiness because that is part of being alive and living. And denying one because another one is happening is denying, you know, the breadth of our life and the breadth of our living experience. And I loved that reminder for me, that it's all of it, that it's not one or the other. And maybe even trying, using the secret language of flowers, maybe that's a call to try and exercise with your intuition. To, you know, ask your imagination to show you a flower that can offer you clarity on something you've been thinking about or feeling into. Set an intention for it and then ask for a flower. See what your imagination shows you. See how your intuition speaks through that flower. And that lily, that happiness and sadness all at once. Lilies are used for weddings and funerals. This is a reminder to me a symbol for me, a call to action, you may say, to not fear change, to not fear death or the death of something or any other catalyst for transformation, for anything else that precedes the rebirth or renewal reclamation that we seek. Because all of that is kind of in the wake of the endings all the newness and that feels like in may what change is waiting for us to acknowledge is there an ending that you're clinging to and you don't want it to end because maybe you don't want to take that next leap into the unknown or maybe you just really don't want it to end and that's okay too and that could be energetically in your relationship something that you have been you know, a habit or routine that you've been doing, maybe a job, maybe a career, maybe an offering that you've been focused on for a while, but just doesn't feel aligned anymore. How can you let these things go that have already gone? And how can you keep your spirit protected while you are moving through grief when you do change? And That really kind of reminds me of the jar metaphor for Ming. You know, have you tucked away something that really needs to end? Have you tucked it away in a jar somewhere? Are you hoping that it will be renewed without you having to completely let it go? Are you preserving it when really it just needs to be opened and cleansed and prepared for the next thing? What space really needs to be made? And these are all metaphors, right? They're all metaphors. And it could be connecting to something in your, you know, physical reality. But the way I'm speaking about them, just trust how you are receiving the metaphor. Trust how it feels as I say it. Trust what you receive from the pictures that I'm painting, that my intuition Is offering with my words and with the images. These are for all of us to allow more clarity for our intentions as we navigate through the month. So May does feel very transformative, but it feels like it will only be truly transformative if you allow things to end and if you allow. The new thing to actually start and to know whether one or the other is what is needed, you have to trust your intuition and follow what you're really feeling called to do. So there's a few things that will help you kind of integrate these lessons and to utilize them to help you navigate through the month. So there's one exercise that I'm thinking of. You could try maybe a three day Florography challenge, we'll call it, where maybe every morning for three days you ask your intuition to show you a flower in your mind's eye, and then write about what that flower reminds you of, how it makes you feel, what the color makes you feel, what does it mean to you? And then look up the cultural meanings, the Florography meaning, but then also the symbolism from many different cultures. It's very easy to Google that. And after three days, look and see. See how much clarity and inspiration these flowers that your intuition showed you through your imagination brought to you. Another journal prompt, kind of a jumping off point for me that could be really helpful, is write down what ending needs to be acknowledged. What has ended? What needs to end? What do you need to say goodbye to? So that you can breathe again, but breathe a new life into what is waiting to begin. Where in your life are you maybe overlooking some grief? But also where in your life are you overlooking some happiness? And what do you need to be able to hold them both? another thing for me that could be super helpful would be to make some space in your journal or a voice note to yourself and rewind back to May of last year, May 2022, and either speak or write to yourself at that time and tell them your May 2022 self all about the twists and turns that you've experienced in the past 12 months. The unexpected things, unexpected blessings, maybe the disappointments. Really just tell your May 2022 self about everything that's happened. But end your letter or your voice note with celebrating something with celebrating something big that happened in the last year that you are proud of. But not only proud of, that you're also kind of shocked that happened. Something that you did. And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It could be something small, but that had a lot of impact. Let your heart remind you of what needs to be celebrated. And I know it's not January. It's not Lunar New Year. It's not Persian New Year. There's no astrological New Year right now. No, I know. But the energy of May seems and feels so transformative that there are so many changes kind of waiting in the wings that it almost does feel like a new year. And by saying goodbye in the way, Of a letter to your past self, of a way of a voice note to your past self, that's kind of a way that you can kind of say a formal goodbye. You can thank the time the last 12 months for what it offered to you, thank the time for what it cleared away and brought in, and then see how much easier it might feel. And then see how much easier it might feel to take a breath because you are ready. You are ready for the next adventure. You're ready for the unexpected that may happen this month because you are open to the new beginnings. You're ready to take that big step, to take that leap into the unknown, to leave behind things that are ready to end, but you maybe aren't ready to release it. Feel into the pressure that you hold when you don't let go of something that's ready to go. Release the pressure by saying goodbye, allowing yourself to feel the grief or the happiness that comes with the ending. Because in May, you will want to allow yourself to slow down. In that retrospection, so that you can feel clear and grounded and really step in time with the renewed momentum that you feel. And that will begin. If you don't feel it yet, it will begin by stepping forward. And stepping forward clearly needs to have a solid foundation of endings of saying goodbye, of acknowledging it. Because when you look at the last 12 months, you will see how much you've changed. And that may not be outwardly, but it may be in your beliefs, about yourself, about what you do, what you want to do. So for May, remember that whatever happens this month, whatever you don't deny, whatever you allow yourself to see clearly and to make choices on that clear vision, your heart and your spirit will be expanded by it because there is so much more for you to hold that is just waiting. And I know that you know what that is. So let's get moving and really step into the newness that this month is bringing and know that you can handle it all well thank you so much for listening to this episode of intuitive seek i would love to hear if you resonated with the energy that i've been feeling for me and that we're going to be moving through and if you have any thoughts or questions please don't hesitate to send me a message. You can always just send me a message through my Instagram at TreenLightHealing or through my website, TreenLight.com. If you are curious about working with me, I offer one-on-one sessions and distance healing remote sessions as well. I also have space for the key, my four-month healing journey, which is really impactful, incredibly transformative and deeply healing to all levels of your being. It is such a privilege to work with you one-on-one that way. I love it. And yes, it's easy to book your free clarity session through my website. And I'll leave all those links in the show notes. And you'll also find a link to sign up for my newsletter there, where you receive my lighthouse letter, an intuitive energy update every two weeks. And if you haven't already, please subscribe or follow wherever you get your podcasts And if you feel called to give some support, then please share this episode with a friend or leave a review. Thank you so much again. Be kind to yourself and I'll talk to you soon.